podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast. Thank you for joining. Um, And also thank you for just making space. Uh, You know, there's a number of things you can listen to. There's a number of things that you can put your ears on, your eyes on. There's a book you can listen to if you're in the audible um, reading. You could be in a meeting. You could be eating, you could be in solitude, but you chose to be here with me. And I think that carries more weight than you would even know for somebody like me. So I thank you for joining in um, and being here, whether it was by invitation of someone who said, hey, I think you need to check this out. Or if you had a conversation with me for, you know, in passing, <laughs> you just, you happen to know me by name or know me from doing what I do. Um, I thank you for taking a little time to be here with me. Um, Just so you guys know, a a few, over the last couple of episodes, I haven't really gone into this much, but, and that's atypical because I usually talk about why this podcast was created. This podcast was created to um, help give peaceful and positive perspective for those who may be sensing challenges uh, of the head and the heart. That could be anything physical, emotional, relational, um, you know, uh, financial, spiritual, you name it. Uh, I think that there are many different ways in which the head tries to do something that the heart is not willing or vice versa, right? (laughs) And those can always put you at a state of a tug of war. More importantly, what happens when they both are not just feeling like fired up, right? And I think we're here in the middle of the week to give you that boost, you know, that sort of refill. If you have a Sunday ritual by Wednesday, it might dry out a little bit. And so we're here to provide that extra muscle and that extra boost to help you uh, get over the things that may serve as a barrier or may serve as a blockade that can get in your way, maybe even hold you back or hold you up. And so again, thank you for joining us here at the Midweek Muscle. I'm Jay-Z. I'm your gracious hostess. And um, I I will be the first to raise my hand. This this year, 2024, has started off with a little bit of some uh, potholes <laughs> and roadblocks and barriers. And uh, I tell you, it's been a rough road thus far uh, to, to cross, but we're enduring. And I say we because we're a community here. Um, and I too am enduring by seeking out community and not staying isolated. It has been very hard to discuss uh, some of the ways in which I felt challenged already this year, but all the more I have felt the growing need to speak out on some of those challenges to people who know me and know my character, because again, I'm not doing a great job holding it in on my own. Um, and so again, I've, I've as much as it's been difficult, I've I've been getting the push. Hey, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. And it has been um, very helpful. How so? We'll jump into this in just a little bit after we get to some, that's right, for the culture trivia. Um, So get your brains locked and loaded and let's get to it. North America is located on which hemisphere? the Eastern Hemisphere or the Western Hemisphere? 
If you turned a bottle cap clockwise, which way are you turning it? Is it to the right or to the left? What is a book filled with maps and charts with vertical and horizontal lines? Is it a dictionary, an atlas, or an encyclopedia? If I have 16 quarts and one cup equals four quarts, how many cups do I need? And last but not least, how many ships did Christopher Columbus sail on when venturing into the new world? Okay, great. I clearly had some long-winded questions <laughs> this time. How we do? What do you think? Okay, let's get through them, shall we? North America is located on which hemisphere? The Eastern Hemisphere or the Western Hemisphere? If you answered Western Hemisphere, you'd be correct. Wait, what? Yes, because the world isn't split the same way the United States is split. Okay. <laughs> yes, global, talking global. If you turned a bottle cap clockwise, which way are you turning it? Is it to the right or to the left? If you answer to the right, you'd be correct. What is a book filled with maps and charts with vertical and horizontal lines? Is it a dictionary, an atlas, or an encyclopedia? If you answered an atlas, you'd be right on target. Now for the big math questions. If I have 16 quarts and one cup equals four quarts, how many cups would I need? Four. That's it. Four cups would take care of that 16 quarts for you. That's if one cup equaled four quarts. Got it. Right. How many ships did Christopher Columbus sail on? If you answered three, the Pinta, the Nina, the Santa Maria, yeah, then you'd be correct. All right. Well, how we do? Not too bad. I know they were a little long-winded and some of them may have had you going like, wait, wait, what? I know. That's why we get locked and loaded, get both sides of those brains firing before we get into the content. So let's jump into it, shall we? Okay, that wasn't too bad, right? Um, so how was your V-Day? Was it roses and sweets or flowers and sweets like chocolates or sour patch or gummy bears or puppies or kittens? Did you feel celebrated? Did you feel acknowledged? Did you feel special? What about moved? Did you have a big event? No, no event at all? Like me, huh? <sighs> Either way, like I said, I hope this, the proverbial, you know, ear and voice hustle space. <laughs> I'm totally ear jacking you right now. This voice and ear space that we get to share together. I hope this is a place where um, you can continue to feel um, uplifted and uh, feeling like, you know, the things that I'm going through, this, this helps, this resonates, uh, this inspires, this encourages, this allows me to feel like, okay, there's someone else out there, at least one other person that is 
speaking to something that I'm going through or uh, in a space where they can recognize that others go through it and I'm not the only one, right? I hope you can feel that as we spend our time together uh, every single week. And uh, further, I really hope there was an opportunity, whether it was on Valentine's Day or shortly after, for you to actually feel um, supported or to feel acknowledged in a way that you couldn't do on your own. Yeah, you can go buy yourself some flowers and spruce yourself up or go buy yourself a teddy bear or squishmallow. Oh, do you know squishmallows? Oh man, you're missing out if you don't know what squishmallows are. I love those things and I have way too many. Um, but yeah, like you can go buy yourself stuff to spruce yourself up, but really like, did you get a compliment? Does someone compliment your shoes or your hair? Something just very surface level. Or did someone uh, compliment your work ethic or your presence or what you bring to a space? Those are all ways in which you are being acknowledged. And were you able to receive that when it was given to you? I hope so. I hope so. Um, because again, you can give yourself those things and it's, it can be meaningful, but how much more might it mean when it comes from someone who doesn't have to give you those things? Insofar as a verbal acknowledgement or, and or a card or um, something generous, right? So um, I, I definitely wanted to share that. Uh, I actually, believe it or not, even though I didn't have any big Valentine's Day plans and I kind of dropped the ball between me and my, my boy with my son, I didn't get him anything this year. And I'm just like, oh, my bad. And I know and probably made him feel a little bit bad, but he was like, it's all right. You do way more than that all the time, mom. And I'm like, I'm sorry, forgive me. Uh, and so I felt a little bit bad about that. But I also, you know, fast forwarding beyond the day, I had acknowledgement from one of my fitness friends and I, good people, y'all know I haven't been going to work out. I haven't been on my fitness routine like I usually am. And it's bothered me quite a bit. Um, and one thing that I never know generally is when I don't go, if people miss you or are looking for it, right? Because how do you know that? Until this past weekend when uh, one of the fitness instructors it, who happens to be a good friend of mine, shout out Alicia, how you doing? Um, she reached out and she said, Hey, are you coming to class? And I said, Oh, I don't know. I was just, you know, I'm going to play it by ear. And she said, well, I'm supposed to tell you, I'm not supposed to tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyways, to see if you can really try to show up to class. There's, there's folks here looking for you. So please, I'm not supposed to tell you, but please. And do you know the people that made me feel so uplifted? I took my little happy tail to fitness class. And sure enough, when I arrived, one of my fitness friends who also knows a little bit about what I'm going through had made me a from scratch cake. What? Y'all. Y'all. First of all, carrot cake is my favorite. Second of all, 
is from scratch and I don't mess with everybody's carrot cake because it'd be dry or something like it does the spice don't be right the people put raisins in it like no 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 thank you it's like it's just not right or the the icing is off like I just don't do everybody's stuff so I was a little bit nervous and I was like oh, all right all right all right when I bit into that thing it was like magic and butterflies <laughs> I, if I weren't so embarrassed, I would post the reaction video of it, but it's like, I'm a little bit embarrassed, but it's a from scratch carrot cake and I'm not greedy. I, I actually have shared, it's a three layer cake. Okay. So I'm not like, I don't even like sweets like that, but it is almost gone. I shared a quarter of a piece with my friend V who y'all heard, uh, on the show just a couple of months back who I went to Italy with. Um, you heard, I, I I shared some with her mom. I shared some with my parents. I shared some with Jay. I shared some with everybody. And I mean, that cake is um. I shared some with my other fitness instructor who I just absolutely love and adore. Shout out Out the Box Gym. Steve, I hear you. I see you. Thank you for everything. Um, I gave some to him. Uh, and he's supposed to be texting me back his reaction, but either way, I have been oh through the moon. And so again, just just sharing the love of that Eric. It, it was busting, y'all. Like I wish I could share some through the speaker. Um, but I tell you, it's it's just those little things like that has been giving me a little bit of love and light every single day in the form of sweets because someone thought of me and decided to go out of their way and their time to do something for me. And in, in spite of all the things that they may have going on that I have no idea about. And because they wanted to show how much my presence was missed, man, fantastic. That beats any kind of Valentine's day. Um, and further, you know, it just, it helps lighten the mood a little bit, even though I'm struggling to be in the lightest mood. Um, it, it helps, it helps, it helps. And so again, uh, it's just where, where are there moments where someone has gone out of their way to just offer you up some encouragement or words or acknowledgement of some sort that they didn't have to, and they could have kept it moving, but they chose to stop and, and engage you. So just taking the moment to recognize that because that can help if you're going through a rough patch. Um, Speaking of rough patches, last week uh, I actually spoke about the fasting season just a little bit in Slaying Giants, that episode two weeks ago. I spoke about the fasting season then too and how every single year kind of swings in full force like, bam, we're here and you know, you're either going to do something or you're not. Um, And I, I... generally take up that offering to participate in spiritually and in Lent in that fasting season, uh, because my faith is important to me. Um, and I wanted to kind of stay there a little bit this week and maybe provide a little uplift, uh, if you're feeling down particularly, or if you're just like, everything's sort of even, and I'm, and I kind of want to, uh, you know, if it's even and go up from here. Um, so I read this article around fasting and choosing to give something up or, you know, choosing that you enjoy or, or adding something positive, because again, I talked about it. Fasting is a season of sacrifice. 
a season of prayer or solitude and a season of almsgiving, which means to give or, or do. Um, and so in this season, fasting or choosing to give up something that you enjoy can really produce um, some character qualities such as endurance, uh, character development, and be a precursor to hope. Well, what ways? Because you recognize and you can appreciate the absence of the thing that you enjoy by voluntarily giving it up. And guess what? You have a say-so and whatever that thing is. So a lot of people generally go to the food categories and say, oh, I'm going to give up sweets or, oh, I'm going to give up, you know, this unhealthy thing that I do. Um, or unhealthy food, but it can be an unhealthy habit. It can be an unhealthy, uh, you know, process that you go about your day or, 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 you know, something that you do when you make a mistake, like talk down on yourself, you know, you can create, you can give that up, right? Not to say that you enjoy that, but it might be just something you naturally do in the face of a mistake. I don't know. Um, many People do different things. Um, however, I wanted to highlight this idea of adding something. Now, adding something doesn't necessarily mean adding something you enjoy, but rather adding something positive. So maybe it's like, I know I don't need to eat more vegetables, but maybe I will. I know I don't want to set down the phone for screen time, but maybe I'll add in a replacement behavior such as maybe I'll pick, you know, one day, one evening, one morning, one something, and spend an hour not doing something on the phone or a screen, but rather doing something with someone else. Maybe that's talking, maybe that's a cup of tea, a cup, catch up with a friend once a week or calling someone on the phone instead of texting, you know, adding something, right? And by adding that layer of a positive um, action can equally produce the same qualities or characteristics that giving up something you enjoy would produce. And that is yet again, endurance, character, and hope. So how can taking something away that you enjoy or adding something that you're like, uh, I could do this easier or, or I'd rather do this instead, how can they produce equally positive things? Well, um, because I'm not ready to just jump into giving something up that I enjoy and I'm not always ready to jump into doing something that I don't feel like doing i.e. 20 burpees in the morning, right? <laughs> um, but I am very appreciative once I've completed or done those things. If I don't like to eat vegetables, but I chose to eat vegetables, my body will thank me for it. If I decide to put down screen time at 8 p.m. every single day and set that alarm or at least twice a week where instead of doom scrolling or whatever that is, I'm going to do, uh, I, I may not want to put it down, but might I get better sleep if I do it? And I might feel better because I've done it. Um, so again, whether it's habit development or a focus area or a choice, 
All of those things can grow faith. Similarly, like adding in reading scripture. Scripture is difficult to read because for me, I sometimes don't understand it. And it can be hard to make sense of it because of the translation from Hebrew to English. Um, And so the season, whatever it calls out of the individual who is practicing, it does ask us to get in the uncomfortable space. It does create some discomfort. Uh, But I believe, and this is alongside of what the article was alluding to as well, along with that discomfort, it does create that space to choose. What is that choice? It creates a space to listen. Like if I'm giving up food, I now am listening to the needs of my body. What is it saying is missing? Yes, I'm hungry, but can I sustain off of this instead? If I'm yearning for something, if there's an ache, if there's a pain, if there's a discomfort anywhere, I am being asked to listen to it further. Those around me, like because I I may be in that space of giving up or wanting to give back, it may require me to listen first. I think those are all qualities and attributes of great leadership if you're demonstrating that in in the workspace. I think this season can also create some self-imposed challenges. I brought this on myself uh, that actually can be achieved because it grows it grows a person's faith. This isn't a season about getting it perfect. It's a, a season about trying to see what you can accomplish. And rather that be a sacrifice or rather that be an almsgiving, it helps build perspective. I, it's hard for me to appreciate that if I'm always getting things I enjoy, it can be hard to appreciate them because you end up taking them for granted. I always give them to myself. However, if I do something that is not just for myself, it grows perspective because I get to acknowledge how others receive it. It can also build grace because like I mentioned before, I mean, these fasting seasons for me, there have been moments where I've been like, ooh, dang. (laughs) Oops, I forgot. Um, so instead of giving up the practice altogether, like, oh, I'd have messed up, throw it all away. I I just get back on track. And it's that area of patience that I need to give myself more often, more fluently. And I can learn a lot from that space. Um, good people, you can tell that, you know, uh, if you haven't already, that when I'm going through a rough patch, my default generally lends itself to faith, uh, because sometimes outside of listening to wise counsel and seeking out wise counsel, because I'm asking uh, for help from others who I know and trust. And also uh, from uh, external experts like therapy, counselor, doctors, Um, it can be helpful uh, to be patient and kind to yourself. And also keep in mind that, uh, you know, what me, particularly when leaning in on faith, it helps me to know that this, this season is harsh, but intense seasons, they feel bad, but they don't stay that way for extended periods of time. And if they are, I know I have a task force. I can, I can call on help, right? Um, 
I tend to lean on faith too, because it's what, brought, it's what has brought me through a lot of difficulty. Um, and in the time that I've done life, including the times that I've been with y'all. Um, so just, uh, uh, an ode to just this week is keep in mind, you know, whatever, if rather you're of the practicing, um, if you're practicing in Lent or practicing in any particular space, I, you know, I tip my hat to you and I'll keep you uplifted. If you're, if that's not your jam, that's okay because you can choose to uh, your actions and or reactions to things that may uh, may impact you negatively. And when you choose how you're going to react or respond, you develop deeper roots in the outcome as opposed to something that you just have to do because you were told to. Um, that level of freedom of being able to choose my reaction or my response uh, produces a buy-in for the ownership behind that behavior that can last a lot longer than the sacrificial season um, or the season of fasting, then it can last a lot longer than that. That buy-in, that, that choice, uh, activating in that choice when negativity runs your way or hits you. A good people, I also share this because I, through and through, don't want to spend all of my time only chasing the things that make me happy. I want to chase the things that make me whole. And if I'm not feeling particularly whole, then how can, again, how can I look outside of myself to be able to ask for help when I need it and offer up almsgiving when I can? But how can I also address what's happening internally by being still listening and laying down those issues, walking away from that giant, giving it up to a higher power? Because if it's out of my hands, I release control over what I don't already have control over, right? So in some ways, um, that can be a lot more freeing than trying to just figure it out and solve it. Um, and so with that, good people, I hope that lends itself to us a, a particular space uh, of your listening where it makes sense and it resonates and is something that you can, it, rather you lean into it or not, I understand. Uh, but if it's something that can be helpful, rather you're in leadership practice or personal practice, uh, it could be something that's like, actually, that's that's a unique spin on something that has been facing me or on my mind here lately. I hope it's helpful. But that's all I have for you this week, good people. I appreciate you tracking with me, even though these episodes have been short, sweet, and spicy. And to be honest, once I lay these feelings out, they're not so short. <laughs> Every week it's like, you got 22 minutes, got 23 minutes, got 24 minutes. Um, you know, I've had episodes that have been as short as seven minutes at times and as long as like an hour. And of course I'm always happy when it's an hour because that means I'm talking with someone. Um, but I definitely want you guys to know that I'm here with you. I love you. I'm for you. Um, thank you for keeping tabs on me. I have needed it. It has kept me uplifted in this harsh season. And if you're going through something harsh, please do not hesitate to lean in, listen in, reach out, connect with someone. Um, and if you're feeling like it's a, a crisis situation, 
every so often, I will be sure to share. Don't forget 988. It is a helpline for those in serious need and struggling uh, with things that are uh, uh, surrounding them or in their personal spaces. So again, it can be a, a place for you to talk and and be in guided practice with someone who cares uh, enough to be there for you 24-7. Um, so thank you, good people. Thank you for leaning in, listening in, and thank you for always being of support. I love you and I thank you. If you could share this with a friend or share this with someone, it's always most helpful. And again, through faith and through all of these things, we will endure. Um, But first we have to acknowledge and give it up. Um, And so for that, good people, I thank you for everything that you've done for me. I hope that doesn't land on deaf ears because you listening right now does way more than you could ever imagine. I love you and I thank you and thank you for leaning into the community that we have with each other. Hey, season of Lent, are you sacrificing? Are you doing something? I applaud you. If you're not and that's okay, how can you be a good steward of listening to someone in your life uh, and adding an area of support for them or keeping them uplifted if they're going through a rough patch or for you to outreach to someone if that person is you. Love you and I thank you. And uh, we will meet each other here next week. And until then, let's make it a great week. And as always, let's go.